Welcome back. Oh, I always love, because with this is, happens about once a year. Mm-hmm. He's a guest on our show. Yes. And he is so informative, such a great communicator, great golfer. Yes. Great humanitarian. No yeah. Just everything. You know, I, I don't know how many times you can say great, but anyway, it is a pride <laughs> and pleasure to welcome Mr. Hal Sutton to Smoking Joe's Driving Range. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I, I, I would... The good golfer part, I might say, used to be. <laughs> <laughs> but you're spreading wisdom through all of your golf channels. I mean, speaking of which, how is the project, the Big Easy, doing down in Columbus? Oh, it's doing well. It's doing well. We're teaching quite a bit and getting ready for hunting season. Oh, yeah, those trophy bucks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, teaching down there, are you? do you have a lot of uh, young golfers that might have a uh, future to play? Oh, yeah, we we teach quite a few young golfers that have a bright future. You know, I've been working with Travis Vick for about four years now, and Ann Chen and Christine Wang, and just a lot of really good young players that uh, everybody in the country wants. I mean, Ann and Travis have already signed. Travis is going to Texas, and Ann's going to Duke, and I'm not quite sure where Christine's going to go yet, but uh, they're all got a promising future. That is You must feel pretty proud of that. I am. I am. Travis just shot 15 under uh, for 36 holes the other day to win the qualifying for the U.S. Amateur here in Houston wow. by quite a few shots. So, you know, those are the sort of things. You shoot 15 under for 36 holes in the same day, that's that's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> oh, my that's goodness. That's amazing. What course was that on? Uh, you're... Uh, I can't remember. Well, whatever it was, it was in this heat. It was a qualifier yeah. of the U.S. Amateur. It was not, you know, a putt-putt golf course. Yeah. It was something pretty good. Uh, you know, we just had, I kind of consider it probably one of the better opens than we've had in a long time, Very coming down to the last day where the leadership went back and forth and back and forth. You made several trips across the pond to play in the open. You made the cut four times over there. What would you think of the open, and what are your memories of the open? Uh, I thought it was really good, and, um, you know, I thought it was exciting. Tiger had a chance to actually win it, and uh, uh, that brought a, brought a great deal of excitement into it. Uh, and then to have the eventual winner, I mean, he played so great, it's unbelievable. I mean, he really played a pretty flawless round, the last round, and mm-hmm. deserving winner. Is it, uh, you know, me as an observer of the game, I tape every major ta- championship. I just I just have to watch it. If I can't watch it live, I'll, I'll sit back and watch. How about you as a as a former player? You played in so many big events. Do you do you tune in that much? Is it a casual watch? How how do you watch golf now, Hal? Uh, if I can find the time, I get pretty interested in it. Uh, I was watching it because it was early in the morning. You know, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of it. So. Um, but I don't get to just sit there glued to the TV on it, and I'm not sure even if I had the opportunity that I would be that, you know, that glued in on it. Now, you're playing over at the Open, and the golf courses that you played over there, did anything of those golf courses have any influence on your design? Um, well, one of the things that they use over there is they give everybody a most of the time it's not forced carries and there's a run up to the green somehow and i like to have as much of that as possible uh have an opportunity to get a a handicapped golfer into the green without having to fly it into the green um we don't do that as much over here in america as they do over there we have a lot of forced carries over here but Mm -hmm. 
when you can incorporate that sort of look into the golf course, it does look good. What was your favorite course over there when you played over at the Open? Muirfield was always my favorite. Why was it hands down the favorite? Uh, I don't know. Just It fit my eye mm-hmm. more than anything else, I think. I liked the way it looked. Uh, you know, I played there as a Walker Cup player, so one of the first ones that I ever played, and I had a week long there to fall in love with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to ever having a professional career. So that probably influenced it as well. Now, going back in your career, where does the evening that you were presented the Payne Stewart Award stand in your career? Well, you know, right up at the top, uh, because it's more about what you do for others rather than what you've done for yourself. One thing about golf is... Uh, we spend our whole life, you know, pursuing our own dreams, and it's a soul quest, although, you know, many people help you to do it. I mean, you get all the credit or all the criticism either way uh, for what you do, but, you know, along the way, you begin to feel, uh, figure out that there's more to this than just your own soul quest in life, and um, you begin to help others and do things for others, and that's what the Payne Stewart uh award is all about and you know uh, after I won it they moved it to an evening event which has really turned out to you know be one of the nicest events anybody can ever go to and see because you know it's it's players that have had great careers that talk about you know what led them to do the things that people admired them enough to award them the Payne Stewart Award. So it's really a feel-good evening in a lot of ways. So Now, you also have a very strong relationship with a great golfer, humanitarian here in Houston, named Jackie Burke. In fact, I believe you and Mulligan, you had an event last year. Was it last year you had the event? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up there at the I Champions? Uh, How did that relationship with Jackie come about? Well, a long time ago in 1976, uh, Coach Williams at the University of Houston was trying to recruit me, and I came down here on a recruiting trip, and I played out at Champions with Keith Fergus, and (laughs) I met Jackie Burke that day, and I went back the next day and had another conversation with him, and it just, you know, from there, we remained friends, and I always came back to Houston to visit with Jackie and felt like uh, he could put as much wisdom on me as he could. It couldn't do anything but help me. And uh, so I, I, you know, kept coming back for more wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it mostly the putting part of your game or just overall, just uh, as you said, get, uh, get in a part of that wisdom that he can share? Well, I always felt like Jackie had as much to share about life as he did about mm. uh, anything else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jackie's a he's a great mentor. He's always not afraid to tell you the truth. And you know, so many people in life, they have things to share, but they're afraid to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jackie was never afraid of telling someone the truth. I like people like that. You know, I don't want to be, um, I don't want things sugar coated for me. I, I'm dense enough that I need it to be told to me like it is. <laughs> well, you know, the best thing about Jackie, and I hope that anybody that gets the chance to meet him is. Give what God gave you appropriately. That's you have, it. You have two ears. Listen twice as much as you talk, because when he talks, I could listen to him for hours. 
I mean, his stories, his his information, his wisdom, and everything. He's just he's like he's a great conversationalist. Oh, yes, no doubt he about is. it. I mean, he's yep. just fantastic. Uh, listen, Hal, I've got to take a break, put in some commercial spots. We come back, we got a lot of big news about the Ryder Cup. Can you hang with us for just a minute? Sure can. There you go. Awesome. Welcome back to Smoking Joe's Driving Range, and we are honored to have Mr. Hal Sutton Woo-hoo! with us here. Yeah. Uh, you know, after watching the Open last week mm-hmm. and seeing that leaderboard, I believe that we are leaving, we are heading into France for the 2018 Ryder Cup mm-hmm. with potentially one of the most historic Ryder Cup competitions ever. Good point. Mr. Good Sutton, point. what do you think? I mean, these two teams, America and the Europeans, I, I think this is shaping up to be amazing. Well, first of all, the Ryder Cup is always exciting. But uh, this year in particular, it looks like there's a lot of people playing well on both sides. So uh, could be fun. Could be fun going to France. You know, that'll be exciting in Paris and um, I'm actually going over there for it, so I think it'll be uh, a, an exciting event to be part of. Well, you know what's interesting? They're they're in France. Molinari won the Open last week. I believe they're in Italy in 2022. That's right. They will be Rome. I mm. think. Yeah, which is you know which oh, is kind of interesting. Cool. You don't hear that much about golf in Italy now. You know you know yeah. about Francesco, but mm-hmm. yeah, you don't know much much of golf. Now you played four Ryder Cup teams. Uh, best memory. Uh, 99, obviously, when we won. I, I, three of the teams I played on were losers. So, mm. you know, we won in 99, came from four back, and ended up winning that day. And most electric day I ever spent on the golf course. Why was it because of the national pride? Is that Well, I just think we were, I think, heavily favored to win. And, and you know, they had three guys that they didn't even play the first three rounds. Uh, I mean, the first two days they played them in singles you know that was pretty controversial and anyway long story short uh or two guys i think it was um it was a big day you know we were way behind and everybody wrote us off and we came blazing back to win and um our first six matches everybody was up by at least four i think and uh you know when you get that sort of electricity on the golf course it got loud and I mean, the whole Ryder Cup has evolved over the years. Where I mean, it's become, so much emotion. Oh yes, it's so much. You know, playing it. Yeah, obviously, everybody plays the singles match on Sunday. But then you have Friday and Saturday. You got alternate shot. You got, uh, and you also have best ball. Did you? Which one of those did you prefer, or did it matter? Well, I always liked the the best ball just because you had backup. You know, uh, the foursome's pretty hard format because. You know, you feel bad about wherever you put your partner at, you know, and, you know, I kind of always had a, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people do, I had a, before we ever got started, I said, look, I'm going to go ahead and apologize for if I put you in a bad spot, but just go in there and get me back out, will you? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, nobody wants to hit a bad shot, and everybody understands that, so. Well, now you're, you just mentioned you're going over to France for the Ryder Cup. Have, what have you heard of the golf course? Have you seen the golf course? I have not seen it, and I really don't know very much about it. But uh, I don't think it matters. We could play in a sandlot. Mm-hmm. And for what is up for grabs there and the emotion that has been uh, developed over the years for the Ryder Cup, I mean, it wouldn't matter where you were playing. It would be uh, high stakes. What role will you play? 
not really any role other than just being there for support, you know. Um, we'll, you know, a lot of us have played in a lot of them, you know, and uh, not that these guys need any guidance or help or anything else, but uh, we're there for support. And I think that has some meaning to it because uh, you go across the pond over there and, it's you know, whether they're here or we're over there, the support is heavy for that side. And uh, it always is nice to look into the crowd and see a smiling face that you know for you. Mm-hmm. Now, as a former player and captain of the Ryder Cup, you are now an ambassador for the Ryder Cup. This is really cool, the PGA of America. They are developing the Ryder Cup Tour. And mm. Hal is going to be part of that tour, and they're going to make a stop twice in Houston. And really? what that tour is, they are bringing the Ryder Cup to America for the fans to see it. Oh, that's cool. Does that describe it pretty much in a, in a nutshell? That describes it very well. The tour starts on August 14th and it ends on September the 16th. And the two nights we're going to be here is going to be uh, August the 30th at uh, the Cowboy Houston Texans game. And then two nights later for the uh, Angels and the Astros. So uh, should be fun nights. Now, so That's the trophy great. will be there. I come to either of those games. They'll have, a, I guess, a booth, and you'll be at the booth, and it's a photo opportunity. Um, I take it they won't let everybody sample their favorite beverage out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but uh, yeah, there will be photo opportunities, yes. Well, that's a pretty cool deal. That'd be, that's, that's, that's pretty great. exciting. Um, speaking of which, you know, when you won the Ryder Cup, as a player – do you get any kind of a trophy? What's your what is? How do they commemorate it for you? Besides the memories. Oh, you get a trophy, and yeah, you get a commemorative a replica of the Ryder Cup trophy, mm-hmm. and uh, very very nice. So that is really cool. Now I've never heard of the PGA of America doing this type of a tour because they're going all the way across America at major events. Well, they did it at 2016. Was the inaugural. Uh, time that they mm-hmm. did it. So uh, anyway, now would they call you and say, "Hey, Hal, would you be an ambassador for us? Would you go to these two games and you know take some photos or anything?" Is that quite an honor to get that call? Well, it is. You know, I, I think the hardest part. You know, you mentioned the trophy. The trophies. You know, they go into a room and everybody forgets about them, and the memories are the ones, the things that linger and hang and. Uh, you know, to, it's not hard as your career ages to be forgotten. And, you know, PGA of America, they try to do some things that, you know, remind you and others that you had your moment. And uh, it's always nice to to walk down memory lane and to be thought of. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you said at the outset of this interview that uh, uh, Joe talked about your prowess as a great golfer. You said maybe... At some point, I was a good golfer, whatever, very modestly. But uh, the the wealth of knowledge that you have, I just love seeing what you're doing with the young people. You mentioned some of the names earlier. What's uh, How many people do you have out there on a regular basis that you're teaching? Uh, we probably work with about 30 kids. And, uh, wow. You know, it's it's – it's a half day commitment to come out there and take a lesson from us because we're far enough out of town that uh, mm-hmm. uh you know you just don't run across town and do that of course you know as big as Houston is you could be on the other side of town and have that same sort of 
uh, mm-hmm. problem. But uh, the beauty of it is, it's a great learning environment because it's uh, it's quiet out there, and you know, just running water and and birds and animals, basically. So uh, nothing competing with you for your mental awareness. Hey, I got to ask you, how about the saltwater lake? How's it going out there? You know, Joe, it's they got good. they not only have lakes out there, they have a saltwater lake. Really? With so yeah, they got redfish swimming around out yeah. there. How's yeah. that going? It's it's working out okay. We're so far so good. You know, you never know. It's it's a new concept and uh it's fragile, so you never know what's going to happen. We hold our breath, but so far so good. So <laughs> good. I got to ask, which do you prefer, going out with the rifle or going out with the rod? <laughs> Um, well, we do a lot of bird hunting out there, too, and that's one of the things that I really always enjoy, just because I like to watch the dogs work. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, the dogs are beautiful working. You so know, you have so quail? We have quail, pheasant, chucker, uh, ducks, and uh, then we do the deer hunting. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And they're trophy bucks, I'm telling you, Joe. Some, Some big ones. Yes, oh, there are. Oh, man. Well, Mr. Sutton, this has been a pleasure to have you on again. It, you, you, you're on with us, it seems, about once a year, and it's always a great conversation. And we look forward to seeing you when you stop in Houston for the Texans preseason game against the Cowboys and then a couple nights later at the Astros game with the Ryder Cup. It's going to be fun. Which uh, you can hold and say that you are one of the winning teams, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. Look forward to seeing everybody at those two venues. Mr. Hal Sutton, we'll okay, talk Hal. to you later now, Hal. Okay. There Y'all have a good day. Okay, uh, you too. See you soon. Right. I could keep going, but I know he's on a dual time. And yeah, but l- he's got that again, great voice. Once again, if you, it's a preseason game, so you can probably find tickets. Go to the Houston Texans Dallas Cowboy game. How sudden will be there with the Ryder Cup trophy? You can go up, meet him, get a photo taken. If you can't go there, the Astros game two nights later uh, should be some tickets available for that. So go down and get that. I mean. This is the Ryder Cup. You're not going to get a chance to hold that thing very often. You exactly. know, I mean, look at the excitement everybody that's in baseball have with the Astros in that World Series trophy. You bet. Well, if you're a golfer or a golf fan, here's something that, that this is history. So mm-hmm. take advantage. Yeah. It's a trophy that uh, the Americans won, and um, it'll be up again for grabs. We got to take. Oh yeah, we got to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Rufus. All right, the winner of the 2018 Tradition Championship out of River Bend, Brihalba. There you go. I see. I, I'm Rufus I go with what I can pronounce. <laughs> anyway, so we'll be right back after these commercials. All right.